Well, hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I know it's been a couple weeks. You know, we had the Christmas break that we were off, and uh, last week I was just catching up from being off from Christmas break. But we are back. I'm really excited to bring uh, this week's podcast to you guys, continuing this series called "Feeding the Fire of Faith." Um, this week we're talking about fasting. It's you know the next the next log on the fire. Um, uh, but before we get started, um, let's pray. And uh, we'll get right into it. Let's pray. God, thank you for blessing us with this day. Thank you for blessing us with your word, um, for uh, encouraging us and leading us by your Holy Spirit. Um, Thank you for uh, new starts. You know, we have a new year um, for fresh starts and uh, for giving us the grace that you always give us through Jesus. Um, We ask your blessing on this time, that you would open our minds and that you would open our hearts, God, to hear your word, to hear your will, uh, so that we would be changed uh, through the power of your spirit. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so um, I'm not sure what week of this series that we're in, but we are talking about fasting. Fasting is the next log on the fire, um, and it's a part of our faith that I think we maybe not neglect, but I think that we forget about and we don't really put a lot of time uh, into or utilizing. uh, And it's a very powerful part of our faith. Um, And uh, that's what we're going to be focusing on today. Um, If you want to jump in your Bibles, we are going to be in Luke chapter four, Um, uh, but we're going to get there in a minute. Uh, First thing I want to do is talk about um, what fasting isn't. Um, I personally have uh, not always had the right idea of fasting. A long time ago, I was in a different church. We used to do what's called the Daniel fast. Um, And it was actually right around uh, New Year's. We would start it. And it was 21 days. It was no meat. Um, uh, if you, if you look, uh, if you just Google Daniel fast, you'll be able to find out more what it's like, but it's 21 days of basically, um, eating really healthy and no meat, (laughs) which is not fun for me. Um, and, uh, we did it year after year after year and I absolutely hated it. Um, I never felt like it accomplished anything. It felt very obligatory to me. Um, and, uh, it, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth, you know, forgive the pun on fasting. Um, I didn't really understand it um, until I started studying more about it. Um, And uh, uh, so what I want to kind of warn you guys about is that if you don't have the right idea on fasting, if you don't understand it, then you're not going to utilize it and you're not going to benefit from the power that comes with fasting. So two things that fasting is not. Um, Number one is not dieting. Um, I think, you know, sometimes we feel like, I don't know if you need to go on a diet, just go on a diet. It's not dieting. Um, There's a different focus on fasting, um, even though it has to do with food, not always has to do with food, but a lot of times does have to do with food and restricting food. This is not a diet. And the second thing, this isn't, um, and this is one of the things that I misunderstood. I feel like I read this somewhere or somebody told me this somewhere. The purpose of fasting was basically to get God to do something that I wanted. You know, if I wanted something really bad, I should fast about it. Um, and maybe it was just my own misunderstanding, but this is not, fasting is not some sort of spiritual manipulation to gain God's favor or to get something uh, or get God to do something. So it's not a diet. It's not spiritual manipulation. Fasting is simply just denying ourselves anything specific for a period of time 
so that we can focus our attention and our hearts on the Lord. Okay. Just denying ourselves something specific for a period of time to focus our attention and our hearts on God. So why, right? What's the, what's the real point of it? Um, what do we get out of this? What's the benefit of fasting? I am glad you asked. Um, the point of this is, I think there's four things, and there's probably more, um, but these are the four things that I really see as I study through fasting and, and I read God's Word and all that stuff. Um, number one, I think, is a greater intimacy. Um, anytime we deny ourselves, and this goes back to the, the very first log, I think, was you know just denying ourselves. Um, we get this greater intimacy with God because we are relying on him more. Um, second thing is hearing God's voice more clearly, being able to, to discern the spirit uh, and, and the voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, number three, breaking strongholds of sin. Um, uh, I think if you're, if you're struggling with a specific sin, um, that you just can't seem to break, um, I think fasting is a great way to, um, it, not invoke, but to gain the power of the Holy Spirit, um, over yourself, um, and to rely on him to break those strongholds. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, and then the fourth thing, which kind of goes into this, um, is gaining the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that, that last thing probably encompasses all of those things. Um, but I think uh, in a more detailed way, uh, greater intimacy, hearing God's voice more clearly, breaking strongholds of sin. Um, those are three specific areas that I think fasting benefits us. But it is all through the gaining of the power of the Holy Spirit, which brings me to Luke chapter 4. So Luke chapter 4, if you don't have your Bibles and you don't love Jesus, I'm just kidding. Um, if you don't have your Bibles, uh, chapter 4, Luke chapter 4 is uh, the temptation of Jesus. Um, uh, he just gets baptized by John in the Jordan River, um, and then the Spirit leads him to the desert to be tempted for 40 days. Um, and uh, I'm going to start at the beginning of chapter 4, and then I'm going to jump down towards um, uh, the middle, the end, the uh, more like the middle. Um, and I'm reading out of the NLT today, this New Living Translation. I really like the way they, they put that here. So uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 1 says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. Oh, let me pause here for a second. It says, full of the Holy Spirit. They say something different at the end, and I don't want you to get confused. They're different things. Uh, then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. That's an understatement. You don't eat for 40 days, you're going to be hungry. All right. Now, I'm not going to go through the temptations of Jesus, uh, but the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness for fasting and to be tempted by the devil. I'm going to skip to the end. This is after Jesus is like, get out of here, you know, Satan. Um, you're, you're ridiculous, whatever. Verse 13, when the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. Verse 14, then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Okay, now this is the the fourth thing um, that I was talking about just a second ago, gaining the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, one of the things that Jesus accomplished, or one of the things the Holy Spirit accomplished um, through the fasting and temptation of Jesus in the desert was a greater anointing, a greater filling of the Holy Spirit's power. And then what do we see? The next thing 
is Jesus starts his ministry. Um, so Jesus took a lot of time to fast so that he could be filled by the power of the Holy Spirit before he started his ministry. Now, why is this important? Um, well, unlike Jesus, um, we are not God. Um, so if Jesus needed the power of the Holy Spirit to to really defeat his flesh and to go to the cross, how much more do we need the power of the Holy Spirit to defeat strongholds of sin, to hear God's voice more clearly, to have that intimate relationship that Jesus had where he went to the Father and he communicated with the Father on a regular basis, um, almost without any type of interference or hindrance. Um, So if Jesus fasted before he started his ministry. And I think, you know, this is not just for us starting ministry, but for really doing anything. Um, uh, we need the power of the Holy Spirit and fasting, I think, is the one of the biggest ways we can get the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, now, I think where people struggle, um, at least, and this is more of a personal thing, but I think this probably has to do with or probably a thing for a lot of people is um, when we do these partial fasts um, like the Daniel fast. Now I'm not, I'm not like dogging on the Daniel fast. Um, A lot of people do it and see a lot of fruit from it. Um, For me, the Daniel fast just makes me irritated by what I'm eating and actually probably more like what I'm not eating. Um, uh, And it doesn't help me focus on God but it just makes me irritated by what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's probably a big struggle for a lot of people. So let me give you, and this is completely my opinion. Um, so don't, you know, don't go looking for this in the Bible or anything like that. This is just my opinion on the best way to do a fast. So the best way to do a fast, in my personal opinion, this is, you know, the word of Matt, not the word of God, um, is to not do any food at all. And here's, first of all, here's what I mean um, by that. Um, You're either picking a meal, whether you're fasting from lunch or dinner or breakfast, those are three meals or, you know, uh, 11Zs if you watch Lord of the Rings. Um, You're taking a specific meal and you are not eating at all and you're taking that time to focus your attention and your heart on God. So no food at all. Pick, pick a meal, or you can pick a specific day um, and fast for the entire day. Um, so like I'm going to fast on Friday this week um, or, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pick a day. Um, or it could even be a specific day in the month where you're just not going to eat and you're going to take time during meal times to focus your heart and your attention on the Lord. Or you can pick a small period of time where you're not eating at all. Maybe it's like a three-day water fast only. Um, more power to you. I'm not sure I could do that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's rough. But if you can do that, go for it. Um, uh, but take times where you're not eating anything. Um, and I think that is important um, because one, when you do a partial fast, you're still eating and that distracts you from really spending time uh, focusing on God, focusing your attention on God. Um, and again, this is just just my opinion. Um, and uh, I think when you, when you decide to do a fast, uh, a fast where you're not eating at all during a specific amount of time, um, you can take that time 
and spend it in solitude. Um, those hunger pangs can uh, really, really motivate your mind to focus on God because it's a very, very physical reminder of what you're doing. I'm not taking this time to eat. I'm taking this time to focus on God. Um and you can take time in solitude where you're seeking the Lord through Bible reading, through prayer, um, and through listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, and I think the more we do that, the more often we do that, and uh, the more we deny ourselves, um, the more we will have that clarity in hearing God's voice, the more we will have those victories in breaking strongholds of sin, the more intimacy we'll have with God, and the more power of the Holy Spirit we will have. Um, fasting is definitely a way of saying, I am not strong enough. I'm denying myself because I'm admitting that I don't have what it takes to do this thing well, God. Um, I need your strength. I need your power. Um, I need your will in my life. So as I, as I take this time to focus my attention on you, change me, change me by the power of your Holy Spirit, fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, so that I can, again, have greater intimacy with you, so that I can hear your voice, so that I can break this sin that has been tearing me down for a long time. Take time in solitude um, where you're seeking the Lord. Um, yeah, so that's the that's my my opinion and the best way to fast. Um, and again, I think fasting is one of those areas in our faith that we um, unintentionally neglect. Um, that we shouldn't because there's so much benefit in fasting. So we're going to pray like I always do. I want to play some music. And um, what I want you to do is just take some time and ask God if there is something specific that um, you need to fast from and fast for. You know, maybe um, uh, maybe it is a sin that you just can't shake. Maybe it's, you know, something that you've been struggling with uh, your entire life or something like that, and you just cannot get rid of this sin. Um, uh, maybe it's a decision that you have coming up that you have to you have to make, and you want God's direction and guidance in that, um, and you want to hear His voice in that. Um, just take time and listen to the Holy Spirit's direction, um, and, uh, you know, maybe He will have you fast over something, or maybe this wasn't even an idea until you heard this today. Uh, but either way, I want you to take some time to pray, to open your ears, to open your mind, to open your heart to the Holy Spirit and see if there's anything that he wants you to fast from and the specifics in that fast. So let's pray. God, thank you for, again, your word. Um, you you lead us and you guide us and you educate us and you show yourself to us um, through your word, through your Holy Spirit, through revelation, God, and we praise you for it. Praise you for it, God. Right now, I ask that you would bless us um, and that you would uh, give us more of your Holy Spirit, a greater discerning, an ear that is finely tuned to your voice, God, that we would hear you, that we would hear your guiding, um, your instructions, um, and specifics of anything that you want to tell us in any direction you want to give us. I pray that your voice will be louder than any other thing in our minds, anything, any other thing in our hearts, God. Come, move in us, change us, direct us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
Alright y'all, I'm going to close this with prayer. I hope that you heard from the Holy Spirit. If not, take some more time, sit in quiet, or listen to music again, um, and uh, just pursue Jesus, pursue the Holy Spirit, um, and uh, don't move until you, you hear Him. Don't move until um, you've uh, received something from Him. So, let's pray. God, thank you again for this time. Thank you again for your Holy Spirit and your word. Thank you for Jesus and the sacrifice that he made on my behalf, on our behalf, on the world's behalf. Um, thank you for all you've blessed us with, the way you provide for us, the way you take care of us, God. We honor you. We ask that you would continue to guide us, continue to speak through your Holy Spirit, that you would pour out the power of your Holy Spirit on us, that we would walk and not be faint, that we would move forward and um, not have to rely on our own strength, but on your strength instead, God. We love you. We lift you up. In Jesus' name, amen.